Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to episode 88 of Those Muckrakers. I'm Pete. And I'm Pat. And uh, the, the question I want to ask you today, uh, before we get in, there's so much to talk about. Uh, so we're working on a cookbook of uh, Wesley's recipes, and one of the recipes, I swear, Wesley just put Mrs. Dash on a pizza box and yeah. then ate the pizza. <laughs> Did he really put it on the box, or did he put it on the pizza? Was it I like think, I think maybe he had put the pizza, you know, on the cardboard as you do, not to dirty up a plate. But it was in, it was perfectly in position of the actual picture of pizza that's on the Red Baron box. Maybe he uses Mrs. Dash's like um, garnish for his pizza, right? I mean, so like it's not actually on the pizza; it really is on the box. And then he eats the pizza, and then he eats the box for extra fiber. I mean, he did just lose his job, or, he, or he's going to lose his job when uh, his his job, his, the company ceases to exist. So he may be eating the cardboard the pizza came in and going, oh, guys, it's okay. You know, you put a little Mrs. Dash on poverty, and, uh, you know, you'll just be fine. <laughs> that uh, That's a good question. Yeah, but I mean, Peter, you can't throw out the box. That's a whole extra meal. I mean, I, if you throw out the box, the dogs will get it, and they'll get slobber all over it, and you could have eaten that. I feel awful, because if I ever become insanely rich, I'm not going to help Wesley. <laughs> Just to encourage more recipes from him? Yeah, I don't want his life... This is awful. I, he's a friend, and I love him. I don't want his life to get better. I want it to stay the same, because it makes me laugh. <laughs> well, I mean, it is going to create a cookbook promise. You know what the... Like the best thing ever would be is if we do publish that cookbook, the recipe cookbook, uh-huh. and it makes us millionaires, and then we use that money to reinforce his poverty just so we could get a sequel out of him. We buy whatever company he's working for and <laughs> shut it down, you know? Well, either shut it down or like cut his pay in half or something, and then just like double his work hours. <laughs> uh, we're the worst friends ever. <laughs> But, I mean, we'll keep him employed, of course. Just he's going to have to work for whoever he hates the most in that company. All right. So let's get into the news before we get into all the impeachment stuff, because that's a long thing. Uh, I want to go ahead into uh, fucking... I wish I had a better a better title for this besides, like, something vaguely racist about China. Right. All the All the clever titles about Chinese news I could have are, like, weird racist limericks from our childhood. Gotcha, yeah. Um, I mean, I would call it Silly Old Bear or Oh Bother or any sort of Winnie the Pooh reference, just because I know that that would piss off uh, Xi Jinping. Um, do you think that uh, after these news stories, Xi Jinping will ban our podcast in China? I hope so. I hear a lot of things are getting banned in China lately. Well, the first thing I want to talk about is all of the NBA's official Chinese partners have suspended ties to the league as it grapples with the fallout from a team manager's underlined, and this is me doing air quotes, uh, a controversial tweet about Hong Kong. So I'm trying to find the specific tweet right now, but the NBA really, uh, like, um, uh, here we go. Here's the quote. Uh, So the NBA totally sucked China's dick. Um, So he included an image of the pro-democracy demonstrators in Hong Kong uh, in a post, uh, which was the Houston Rockets general manager, uh, Daryl Morey, and his tweet said, fight for freedom, stand with Hong Kong. And it included, an, it, had, it was like an image. Um, as you know, there's a lot of like protests going on in Hong Kong. Uh, right. And you have this specific reason why, right? Because my theory yes. is they're like, we don't want to be, we don't want to lose our autonomy. We don't want to be full on under Chinese control because 
Hong Kong was under British control for like a billion years because everybody knows what happens when you're under Xi Jinping's control. <coughs> you disappear, like all images of Winnie the Pooh. You, you disappear like a big old pot of honey. Which is weird because they just said he looked like Winnie the Pooh, so Winnie the Pooh is completely banned, blanket banned in China because the yeah. glorious leaders uh, are I like mean, so sensitive. I mean, they are disappearing people, and they want all of those people returned and fully um, exonerated. Like, that's part of their demands right now. Yeah! But uh, the reason why they're protesting, it started because, um, what was it? They started a new extradition law that right. said um, people can now be extradited to uh, mainland China or uh, where else was it? Uh, one other place. But anyway, this uh, expansion of the law um, chipped away at Hong Kong's autonomy from the rest of uh, China. Right. And the people really didn't like that, and they didn't want things going that way, so they started to protest, saying, you know, overturn this law. Right. Eventually and... they did, but even whenever they did that, uh, the protest continued, because by that point, uh, the protest had been labeled a riot, a lot of people had been arrested, uh, yeah. there had been all kinds of instances of police brutality, and the, the crowd is now saying, we want to be officially um, recognized as a protest, we want all the kidnap people to be returned to us we want uh justice for all the people who are brutalized by police and we want like some guy to step down i don't remember who some maybe a police commissioner someone well, in there's charge a really of, great uh, the song i think really represents uh what the message i would like to convey to the hong kong protesters uh and the song is never gonna get it never gonna get it never gonna get it never gonna get it uh the chinese government is horribly repressive um I, you know what's probably happened to a lot of those people What's that? The ones that aren't still in re-education camps uh, have probably had their organs harvested and sold on the organ market. Possibly. I was going to say shark That's bait. another thing That's China does. Any horrible dystopian thing that you can imagine somebody does, China's like, yes, we will do that. Yeah, whenever you started singing, never going to get it, I actually thought you were about to start singing, never going to give you up, never going to let you down. Right, and that's how the Chinese government feels about oppression. Yeah, they uh, they just rickroll people that uh, yeah. are against it. We're never going to let you protest here, and we're going <laughs> to hurt you. Never going to give you up. We're going to re-educate you. Yeah, it's it's really bad. So uh, the gonna NBA run around and give you back your freedoms. Dun, 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 dun. So anyway, the the so the NBA uh, this guy posted this thing, and the NBA was immediately like, "Oh no, that's you can't do that." So I think they suspended him. Or anyway, so the NBA wow. is totally sucking China's dick on this one, right? Right. Um, and everyone's like, "Hey, NBA, what about free speech?" And then everybody forgets that. Uh, our whole country is run by corporations, and corporations don't give a shit about your speech. They care where the money's at. I mean, Blizzard Entertainment, on the front of their yes. building, is a gigantic sign that says uh, every voice matters or something to that effect. Right, right, unless the voice criticizes China. Right, because uh, Blizzard, Activision Blizzard is a billion-dollar company that makes billions of dollars from China, and they are terrified of angering China. So whenever one of their um, esports people, a Hearthstone champion who has already won the prize money, uh, you know, said freedom for China or something like that on a stream, not only was he, uh, he was banned for a year, had all of his prize money stolen from him, and the two people that were casting at that time, who, by the way, immediately hit the go to commercial button as well as ducking out of the shot, nope, they were still let go. Right, like, so Blizzard this is... just... You know, it was a total, you know, scorched earth approach from Blizzard. Yeah, because you know what Blizzard should have on the front of their building? Just the sounds of them sucking China's dick. Just Blizzard going, Blizzard believes in it. 
Because that's yeah. what happened. That's the problem with losing uh, uh, U.S. at least uh, even-handedness or at least superiority in the superpower race. It's like I said, I was talking to you earlier, I said, the United States is the worst superpower, except for all the others. Right? So yeah, if you threaten if you threaten Blizzard with like, yeah, you can suspend that guy. You're worried about your Hong Kong market. Well, guess what? You also got to worry about the U.S. market, right? Because if you don't support free speech, we'll ban you from the U.S. How you like them apples? No, 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 that's happening right now. So China's just running amok. And then to top it off, the China Peace Day Resistance, South Park made an entire episode about Chinese censorship. And now South Park is completely scrubbed from the Chinese Internet. Yeah, yeah, that uh, that's the thing that happened. Funny enough, the name of the episode was a uh, band B A N D band in China, which mm-hmm. got South Park banned B A N N E D in China. Which is funny about South Park because like I love that they always find a way to be controversy, controversial, and like still they're like we don't want to do the show anymore, but they're just like all right, we're just gonna keep fucking with people because Comedy Central just keeps shoveling money at us. Yeah, like uh, Matt and Trey have been trying to get off the air forever, but Comedy Central won't let them. So what they're doing right now is, uh, like, last season, every single time someone got, um, like, hate mobbed and were forced into retirement, like when Roseanne um, was fired from her show, when, uh, what was the guy that does Guardians of the Galaxy? Um, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, the Guardians of the Galaxy director over some old-ass tweets. Right, uh, he did some pedophile jokes like 20 years ago or something. So what South Park did is they had an entire episode dedicated to pedophile jokes just to try and get the internet to be angry at them. And later <laughs> on they did like uh, some other stuff with uh, Rose. They did everything that everyone did that was getting banned, but right. it didn't work. No one ever got mad at South Park. No one ever called for South Park to be canceled. And Matt and Trey were like, God, just cancel us already. What are y'all you know, doing? You know why? Because despite whatever Matt Stone and Trey Parker do... They're always on a reason side of, except the only time they weren't on, on like an enlightened side of things, they're always, they always take a very reasoned approach to whatever they're making fun of. The only time they fucked up and they went back and made an episode about how they fucked up was when they made fun of global warming forever ago. Yeah, uh, Man Bear Pig. They yeah. actually had an apologist episode where they uh, apologized to Al Gore in, in the, within the episode. Right. So even that, they went back and redid it. But yeah, so I don't know, man. I guess my thing is like, I really want the Hong Kong protesters to succeed, but China's got the whole country on such a hard lockdown uh, that, like, I can't imagine them succeeding and winning and keeping their autonomy. I just imagine that China's just going to slowly grind them into powder. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the protests are never going to go anywhere. They're never going to succeed with anything. It's like I was trying to say forever ago, peaceful protests never work. They never help to change anything. Well, one and you the... can point to peaceful protests and say, see, that one works, but it was always because of the brutality on the other side was yes, so extreme that's what that people it forced understand. it to work. That's what but people chi- don't understand, yeah. So and you... yeah, China has some... Uh, uh, brutality on the other side, but a lot of it's done in secret where people can't right. yeah. see anything happening and it's all covered up. Because so, they're really good at controlling the narrative. You think you, any new... You know what they're doing, which is fascinating that nobody's talking about because everyone's sleeping on this? What's that? They infiltrated the protests with their own agents. Oh, yeah, to, yeah. Literal riot, false yeah. flags. Yeah, that, so China actually is doing false flag operations. I don't even like the term false flag operation. Yeah, because it reminds us of uh, people criticizing. Yeah, Alex yeah, Jones criticizing Sandy but Hook no, and all they're, that. They're, they're Crisis sneakily, actors, gay yeah, frogs. They're, they're sneakily infiltrating the protest with their own guys, and then their own guys are told to like fuck it up, make it violent, so then they they can um, 
what do you call it? Uh, uh, you know, be like, oh, we have to crack down. They're violent. You know, they're rioting yeah. and da da da. And it's funny. I have a news update from like this thing called the China Daily News, and it's such bullshit propaganda right now. Like usually, it's pretty, it's pretty normal news about stuff going on in China, as far right. as I can tell. You know, but this one's like it's a bunch of people going, I just want to go to work without being attacked by black-clad protesters for wearing the wrong colors. That um. That sounds like people in America talking about Black Lives Matter and stuff, and uh, Antifa especially. Like, they're always saying, oh, these people wearing black, ooh, it's scary. You know uh. what's really scary? A bunch of white neo-Nazis shooting up places. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, fuck China, like, ugh. But that's right now, while the U.S. is fucking, as Scaramucci says, while the United States is busy sucking its own dick! Um, China's slowly flexing its muscle, and it proves that it has the power to reach beyond its borders, which should terrify you. Because what shows over here, or books, or, or media, or things th that you like, that when they displease the Chinese, will the Chinese just lean on that company to stop publishing this book or making this show? How long till that happens? I mean, it already has, but how long till it happens more? You know what I mean? How long until it happens to something that you care about? Like this podcast, for instance. <laughs> yeah, we recently got over 100 listens to a single episode. First time ever. Our last episode, uh, Impeachment Party, finally cracked the triple digits. So, hell yeah. Only took us about 100 episodes, but... Um... We've picked up a listener or two. <laughs> yeah, we got some people, but then we're going to get shut down when, uh, whenever China leans on whoever we publish our podcast through and they're like, you should stop publishing this. It would uh, make the Chinese government very happy. SoundCloud, I guess? They'll buy, Actually, they, they will buy SoundCloud just to scrub us. But here's the thing. We're an underground independent operator, baby. You want to scrub us from SoundCloud? We'll just keep going to other places. We'll make multiple podcasts. You can't stop us, China. It's just like uh, Area 51. You can't stop us all. We'll make so many podcasts, one of us is bound to get through. <laughs> we'll just start, we'll break up and just start podcasting independently of each other and make twice as many. That but would be... You, uh, really, you really should be, yes. be concerned about China's um, international reach. So, like, one of the things, too, they were doing, so they're, they're, they're really basically eliminating an entire group of... Uh, uh, the Uyghurs, the ethnic uh, Chinese Muslim majority, they've been disappearing them and putting them in re-education camps for a while. And here's the scary thing. Even Uyghurs that are, like, escaped and safe in the United States, China just, like, I guess gives them a phone call or sends them a letter going, Hey, you know your Uncle Morty's still over here, right? Yeah, some real bad things might happen to him if you don't come back to China to this re-education camp. Have a nice day. That's like a uh, freaking... Fox News with uh, the Trump impeachment stuff. It's like, yeah, well, Peter, there's really nothing wrong with that phone call because they didn't say they would do anything bad to the person's family. They just said it would be a shame if something bad happened. So clearly there's no quid pro quo. Okay, Peter? So let's let's get into some impeachment, or as I call it, Mario! Mario <laughs> impeachment's in another castle! Mario! Impeachment's in another castle! That's Princess impeachment! Every time we're like, we are here, we're at the castle, we're going to beat Bowser. Nope. Impeachment's in another castle. Dun, 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 dun. God, so how, how, oh, how far back we got. All right, so we've covered the fact that he made so, a phone call to the Ukrainian president, and he was like, very mafia-like, was like, hey, uh, you know, if something would have uh, happened to this Joe Biden and his son, I don't know. Uh, maybe, uh, maybe you get that money we promised you. I don't know. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I mean, there's a million, million things 
for us to talk about with this. We, uh, we didn't get very far into it last time because impeachment had just started, but already like 50 twists and turns had occurred. Yeah. But since then, so much more has. Like, um, oh Well, my he's God. doing that thing right now that he always does, and I hate well, that it yeah, works. Yeah, he's trying to normalize it. He turns into a puffer fish. You know what I mean? He feels threatened, so he goes, and this is the next thing he did. He goes on fucking, like, whatever... And everyone's like, oh, what about this phone call? Not only did he say it was the greatest phone call ever, but then he goes, I don't know. Uh, maybe we should be investigating corruption. And maybe China should also be investigating Joe Biden as well. So then he committed the exact same crime in public with another country. And the Chinese, right. at the very least, were like, no, we, you're good. We're going to not get involved in that because you seem pretty fucked up already. Yeah, so, um, okay, I'll comment specifically on that. He uh, once again asked Ukraine to um, dig up dirt on Joe Biden and then said, and additionally, China, maybe I should do it too. And uh, China actually did respond to that. And their exact quote was, uh, this is quite chaotic. We do not want to get in the middle of the U.S. policies. It feels like China is being run by uh, the computer from Portal. What is it, GLaDOS? Yeah, GLaDOS. Because, like, China's responses and everything are so very soft and just, like... You know what I mean? Uh, we uh, <clears throat> do what help me help me do a Glados now, impression here. Now, Peter, you and I have both said a lot of things that you're going to regret, but I think we can put our differences behind us for science. Yeah, you yeah, monster. that's China in a nutshell. We we've both said and done a lot of things that you're going to regret. Like, wait, what? <laughs> Hold <laughs> <Exactly>. on, huh? <laughs> Dear NBA. One of your people said and has done a lot of things that you're going to regret, but maybe we could put this behind. Ah! So China's run by an evil, insane, sentient robot. Um, but yeah, so he called out China to do it too. Um, so the uh, so like, Peter, that is the, that is the button that they were going to use to stop me from spreading the deadly neurotoxin through the containment facility because I had started to spread the deadly neurotoxin through the containment facility. So the thing that bothers me is I've been reading a lot of these dumb arguments, and I hate that people are allowing this sidetracking to happen. Uh, everyone's like, "Oh, that's that's what because the president's that's what the president is supposed to do." Okay, what the fuck ever you think? Why why then why then is he only investigating what he considers his greatest political rival? You don't think that's fucking weird and quite yeah, a bit she... illegal? There's uh there's so much here we gotta unpack. Let, let's start from the get go. First right. of all, the the Republicans tried to say uh, it didn't specifically say quid pro. Oh wait, actually, first of all, they tried to say we can't even trust the whistleblower because it's all hearsay and whatever. Never mind the fact that uh, hearsay is um, defined as anything that's not stated under oath or in an official contract. So you could have a video of Trump committing a crime, and that would still be considered hearsay if it wasn't said under oath during the recording of that video. Yeah. So hearsay is not a good defense, and in fact, this was not a good defense because you know people in you know a position of authority said no this is this is qualifying evidence so never mind all that um trump has released the white house has released the transcripts which shows the quid pro quo uh trump is admitted to committing the quid pro quo so now we don't even need the whistleblower the whistleblower well, then he committed is, another quid pro quo he's quid pro quo all over the place the, the quid pro quo is as moot as a moat full of snakes and alligators He's, he's, in the, again, to bring back up Scaramucci, hey, oh, he's quitting his own pro, okay? Yeah, yeah. So, um, and also they uh, are trying to get Italy and Australia and some other places. Um, what's his name? Uh, 
Trump's personal defense attorney, um, A.G. Barr, has been going to all these different countries trying to get more dirt on, yeah. not only more dirt on Biden, but also trying to get dirt on the Mueller report to try and find the, uh, quote, oranges of the report, as Trump always mispronounces it when he's trying to say origins. Uh, he said that, why? Oh, God. So, yeah. So, so that's that's even more uh, treason and chaos that's but they, uh, occurring. But they throw crazy shit against the wall to see what sticks to get people off the narrative, which right. is why Trump did what he did recently. And it annoys me that right. now everybody's he, discussing this as if it's anything more than a distraction tactic. Yeah, so he publicly committed treason just so people could start saying, oh, no, see, this is normalized behavior now. This is just what he does, so we should ignore it. It's like, no, he... Uh, I. What a bunch of people have tried to say that Trump is just trying to rile up the media because he knows that it'll make them agitated. What they always never point out is that it also pisses off the vast majority of Americans whenever he starts to commit treason yeah. and you know what agitates, breach of the Constitution. You know what agitates me when I see somebody committing a crime and they're part of the most powerful office in the country with impunity? Yeah, that gets me riled up. You can say that he's playing 4D chess just trying to get their goat. Yeah, it gets my goat. It's also a legalist fuck yeah you know what um really triggered me about uh charles manson was uh all the deaths yeah that really got you know under what? my skin a bit you know what hitler just did a holocaust just to trigger the libs you know that's the only reason well, like it's like shut the fuck up like man that's what makes me mad this podcast was supposed to be fun there were supposed to be jokes was, and now i'm fucking blowing my stack over here I mean, when I started the podcast, I just wanted to yell about um, trending well, news topics. We it's have like, gone oh, full what happened to that guy's head? It went, it went from like we wanted it to be shouty to it's like this is a fun thing to like now we're back to shouty again. But we have to be because Trump wants a giant uh, electrified fence full of spikes with a moat around it, a tooth thousand mile moat full of snakes and alligators and he made someone go and get a price estimate i'm serious oh he that was the thing had... he did i thought you were making a weird quote i missed that no no he literally did it's been revealed that trump was in a meeting with some people and he said well what we should do is um shoot to kill immigrants and that way uh they'll stop um they'll well, stop coming across so then the guy said the the head of the border patrol uh, said, we, we can't do that, that's illegal. So Trump said, well, what I want y'all to do instead then is shoot him in the legs to slow him down. And the guy also told him that was being illegal, at which point Trump screamed at the head of the Border Patrol, you're making me, quote, you're making me look bad. And after Trump left the room, the head of the Border Patrol told everyone in there to ignore everything the president had just told them. But yeah, later well, on, it, it was revealed that part of his plan was to fill up a moat with alligators and snakes. Here's what I hate. And whenever this came out, Trump uh, tried to defend himself, but he misspelled moat as moot. So here's, that's why I said moot earlier. Uh, here's what I hate. Either he's listening to our podcast to get ideas, or we're thinking on the same level of an insane person. Remember I said several podcasts ago, the only deterrent greater than the thing that these people are coming from would be if we just machine gun them at the border. Hey, guess what? The president's like, I don't know, maybe if we just machine gun them at the border. That is terrifying that the president says, why don't we just shoot these people? What if, now bear with me here, this is my conspiracy theory. You remember how for a while we were the, uh, the official unofficial podcast of uh, the notorious AOC? Yeah. What if we really are the official unofficial podcast of AOC? She listens to us, but, and here's the plot twist, 
she's in cahoots with Donald Trump this entire time. They're working in tandem to 40 chess ways or wise to uh, trigger the entire liberal party. So she comes and tells Trump everything we've said on our podcast, and then he tries to enact this policy. No, because if that, and if that was true, do you understand what would happen to us? Uh, Wesley would have been sent bees and gold bars by now? No, if that had happened, we would have immediately been the next appointees to some high office he doesn't have anybody for. That's how we Why? would know. Why haven't we applied for positions at this White House yet? We were going to do that. Um, I had like a whole list of like empty job positions that um, no one has applied for, and we're just going to apply for all of them and see if we could get one. It's because the weather is changing and I'm tired a lot right now. Right, but I mean, like that's been our plan for half a year. Like yeah, we, we, I mean, we've been kicking that can down the road a while. I'm looking. I mean, out, I'm not. I'm not attacking you about it because I've been putting it off too. But. <laughs> I'm looking out my window right now, and it's just cold and gray, and the rain's blowing sideways, and I'm like, Ugh. well, I have some news that'll cheer you up. What's your news that's going to cheer me up? Uh, really, Gigliani has been has received three subpoenas. Um, so that's something some idiot online was arguing about, and I wanted to check with you and find the truth. Have the subpoenas actually been served? Uh, he has received them, yes. All right. Because I'm surprised that the Trump people have not just, like, put on fake mustaches and just, you know what I mean? Like, you can't be subpoenaed if the server can't find you. <laughs> if, like, uh, if, if Hillary's server can't find you from its uh, hidden location in uh, <laughs> Ukraine. Uh, but anyway, yeah, so That's good. something Trump believes, by the way. The sitting president believes that the Ukraine has Hillary's email servers and that the Ukraine wanted to um, meddle in the election to make Trump look bad so that when he wins, they would be able to say that he was in cahoots with Russia. Um, That's a QAnon a... theory that Trump now believes, and he's making the attorney fucking general investigate it. Here's the thing. I got a couple of points I wanted to make. Number one... All the Q and on theories and all the liberal left theories and these conspiracy theories and other if they were true, do you think Trump would still be president? Don't you think we'd have President Hillary Clinton? Don't you think Trump would be in an unmarked grave somewhere if he was the one man who knew too much this summer? Donald Trump, like, if he was really yeah. the guy, like, come on, man. The QA non people are always like, watch out, Hillary Clinton might suicide you. Right, right, but she never seems to actually suicide Ugh. anyone that would uh, give her any more power or money. Yeah, it's just like it's always random weird people, people that die through happenstance that she never yeah. actually met or had anything to do with. Exactly. Like, it's, uh, yeah, like for these, all, then that's the problem with people who think that the government is this all powerful, all knowing Anunnaki lizard people type monster. If mm -hmm. they were, would they not be better at what they do? Because they're not very good at it. Like in China, they're pretty like author, they're, you know, authoritarian, like with all the crazy, like disappearing people and shit. And even then, they're not we very good at it. it. They can't, yeah, they can't find a way to like. They're, they're gonna ban South Park instead of going. Ah, oh, yes, this is a very good episode. Like, <laughs> like you yeah. know what I mean. The biggest thing is if you, by suppressing like weird shit like that, you just make it more popular, and they don't seem to realize that. Yeah. But oh, also, Secretary of State uh, Pompeo has been implemented in the whole Trump-Ukraine thing. He listened into the entire call and uh, knew about the whole thing from the start. Oh, of course, he's Trump's he's boy. He's been helping them uh, suppress all that news and uh, what else? Um, oh, so Australia's prime minister actually was helping uh, Trump with uh, the whole 
uh, investigation into a uh, Mueller. He just didn't have any news on it. But he is like just as deeply corrupt as Trump is. Fun yeah. Fact. Well, what is what is Australia gonna know or do? Like nothing happens no. down there. They yeah, got yeah, nothing. That, yeah. Like he'd love to help um, Trump collude, but he has he doesn't have anything. Like unless you're gonna find out that Mueller is like five koalas stacked in a suit, like which would explain a lot. Um, yeah, there's nothing they've got. So the big thing that Trump did now that everyone's like, oh my God, and they're pulling their hair out about, and I have a, I have <laughs> a theory on this. Yeah, I have a theory on this too. So Trump is pulling what help that we're giving the Kurds in Syria that's fighting ISIS so that the Turks can roll in and murder the Kurds because if there's one thing that this the Turks is... hate, it's everyone else. So, oh my God. So the first thing Trump tried to do to distract from the impeachment was uh, to normalize his behavior. The second thing he's trying to do is murder a bunch of fucking people and, you know, basically betray America's allies and leave them to not only get slaughtered by Turkey, but also uh, help ISIS resurge in ways that they haven't seen since and, Trump first began to campaign and, the, and they the used thing. him as propaganda. But here's the thing about that. And this is what I hate. He's learning. Every president since forever has always used foreign policy as a distraction from when they're suffering a domestic crisis at home. Mm -hmm. It often works. Um, and so if he does create, I'm surprised he hasn't directly called ISIS and asked them to help him out. Um, and I got, I hope he doesn't listen to this podcast. That'll be the next thing. Like Trump on the phone with ISIS going, listen, I don't know, maybe if you could, uh, I don't know, um, investigate the World Trade Center. I think maybe maybe Hillary's servers are at the bottom of <laughs> what's left of the World Trade Center memorial. Uh, so here's the thing, and that's a win for him. He gets a distraction in the media, and if ISIS resurges, great! He's got a boogeyman! Now we can be like, we can't, we must put impeachment and elections aside and focus on ISIS. Like Way, way earlier on in his presidency, a lot of his uh, most ardent supporters were saying, look at how great this guy is, he's totally crushed ISIS. And now he's directly bringing them back. And first of all, he never got rid of them to begin with. That was always propaganda. What happened was Fox News nonstop covered ISIS right up until uh, Trump was elected, and then they stopped covering ISIS. Yeah. And so it went from this existential, you know, imperative crisis to it's just gone and no one hears about him, so they assume Trump beat him. That's what actually happened, but now Trump yeah, is going to directly empower them for the first time in forever. No one goes, man, remember who killed Osama bin Laden? That was Obama. Wow. Yeah. Crazy, huh? Yeah, because everyone was telling Obama not to send uh, SEAL Team 6 into that location because it would have been a major international uh, disaster if they went in and he was not hiding there. So Obama, against the suggestions of many people in the room, he uh, decided to risk it and send in SEAL Team 6. And sure enough, Osama bin Laden was there. And so it was at Obama's direct order that that king yeah. of terrorists was finally so taken as much down. As, as much as they hate on Obama, especially the fucking, the, the super duper right, who got Bin Laden? And you know who will never get Bin Laden? Trump. Because Bin Laden's already been got, motherfucker. Um, Obama yeah. brought us Obamacare. He got us out of the worst recession since the Great Depression that was caused by a Republican president, by the way. And he got Bin Laden. Also, gay marriage became legal in all 50 states under Obama. He actually did quite a bit. And under Trump, what do we have? Uh, a shitload of babies in cages who are dying in inhumane conditions. But, and it's but, getting worse all the time. But we're, we're entering really dangerous territory right now because now we're, 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 we're in the impeachment showdown. There was a thing today where he said that him and his staff are going to uh, refuse to comply yep. with the, uh, what did he call it? An illegal, not illegal impeachment. There's another word he used. Uh, he used um, unconstitutional. 
unconstitutional, like da da da. Here's the thing about impeachment, guys. Um, it's not court. It's not like uh, the rules are different. The House basically right. I, I almost has carte right, blanche just, to make up the rules. Trump said uh, they did not give me my my rights to face my accuser. Basically, Trump wants to know who the whistleblower is so he can destroy this person's life. Well, he's already threatened to kill him. Yeah, he has already threatened to kill him, and he wants other people to kill him. And my God, like, yeah, of course we're not going to tell you who this is. And Democrats are already moving to block any Republicans from learning this guy's identity. Which yeah. is the right thing to do because dude, the Republicans will leak it to Trump and Trump will have him killed. This dude needs to be in witness protection in space. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's the mm -hmm. only place. And even then, you still got to worry about Space Force. Can you really trust Space Force? No. So, like, I mean, okay, so, man, there's so much going on right now. First of all, I wanted to point out with um, the Kurds and Turkey thing that uh, a lot of the GOP is asking, begging Trump the only way they know how oh, not yeah. to do this. My and favorite... the way they know how is by going on Fox and Friends, a show that they know Trump watches. He knows another way to get him to not do this. Fucking get behind impeachment, you bunch of bitches. My, yeah. my whole thing is I love how the Republicans will, like, fucking bat down anything, but as soon as Trump, tre as soon as Trump threatens their war, they're like, Ow, my war! Like... <laughs> And I'm not even saying he's doing the right thing. They just don't want him to fuck with their war because they're all getting a shit ton of money uh, yeah. to be involved in this conflict. They're like, no, my money, my war. Ah! Also, yeah. it looks so, good for them if you oppose him on something that doesn't really matter. Um, I guess I mean, there's that too. It does Human matter, lives but, don't matter to them. But remember, they got to pick. They got to pick uh, battles so it looks like I stood up to Trump on this issue. Ah, you went on Fox and Friends and were like, Mr. President. Do not do this. Uh, uh, and the impression you're doing is Lindsey Graham, who is one of the people on Fox and Friends. Um, Brian Kilmeade, who's one of the hosts, begged him not to do it. Uh, and also Senator Turtle begged him not to do it. You know, fucking uh, Senator Turtle, by the way, Mitch McConnell started ads that made the saddest thing I've seen so far. Uh, he started political ads saying that he would block impeachment. Uh, and I really hope that they're just him trying to win re-election. I really hope... That like he just lets uh, lets Trump go, and I don't know why these dudes are going so hard to bat for this psycho. He's going down at some point, or we're all going down. Speaking of us all going down and impeachable offenses, and him being a psycho, um, another impeachable offense he committed since our last podcast is that he's been trying to encourage a civil war if they impeach him. Basically, he's saying, "If I go down, I'm taking you all with me. My followers get them." Yeah. Uh, good luck, buddy. Because uh, one of the things that I've argued for a while, people that argue that the Second Amendment is to protect you from the government. Uh, yeah, that might have worked when we could all get muskets and create trouble for the government. But, man, it's real hard for you to stop an Abrams tank or a drone that you're, not, you're also not allowed to have. So, uh, uh, yeah, good luck um, with that, with your second civil war. It's going to yeah. suck. So uh, I do have some uh, some good news, though. As uh, the polls have indicated, uh, public support for impeachment has been steadily increasing the last couple weeks. Yes, because this guy's insane and off the fucking wheels. I've watched it move from, uh, let's see, over the course of uh, last week through the weekend, it increased by 12%, putting us at a 48 in percent in favor, 42% opposed. Right now it's at 58% in favor, which is as, I'm pretty sure that is as high as it was when Nixon was removed. Like when he stepped down, it was that high. So Trump is, so it's basically off the bat starting at 48% a week ago, actually four days ago now, three days ago. 
Yeah. It was, and um, when Nixon's impeachment began, I had it written down somewhere. I think it was something at like, uh, I don't remember, but it was way lower. It was at like 20-odd percent. But the difference is there's some, and I still think there's something at play that we don't know about. There is dirt on some key Republican senators or something because it's the only reason I can imagine why these dudes would go that hard for this guy. Uh, I mean, I think they're all just deeply corrupt assholes and they don't want to turn against him until the last possible second. That way, you know, just in case he doesn't get removed, they don't look bad before their constituents and then they get to hold on to power. Right, because they do have an election coming up, so they're in a tight spot. Like, you, you back They always in... have an election coming up, so fuck them. I never yeah. accept that as... But no, I don't, I don't accept that as a, a good thing. And I also really, really believe that we need strict term limits on senators and congressmen. Um, that was maybe... one of Trump's uh, campaign promises, by the way. He said, within my first 100 days, I will enact term limits for the Senate. How did that go, by the way? He's never mentioned it again since. That's how it Probably because the Senate was like, probably was Mitch McConnell's like, you're going to shut the fuck up about my term limits or I'm going to kick your fucking ass all over this Oval Office. You understand me? Like, yup. Because I just imagine a lot of times, like, Mitch has just gone into the Oval Office and just, like, slapped him around a little bit. But even then, <laughs> even then it doesn't always work, because Trump's one of those fucking hoods, like, those those punks, the you know, the, the guys from the Mafia movies, they're like, okay, man, don't kill me, don't kill me. And as soon as you don't have a gun in their face, they're like, ah, yeah, I'm gonna fuck you up, ah, I'll get you later. Like, you know what I mean? They talk <laughs> shit as soon as, as soon as they're not under the gun again. Um, but fucking... But, uh... Yeah, maybe that's what it is. Maybe it's because they have the big election coming up, so they're going to hold it, hold the line as long as they can, and then all of a sudden jump ship on impeachment. And I know what you're saying. is like, well, will they still get enough votes? Maybe, because um, this week, Republican support for impeachment has doubled from... But it's only doubled from 5% to 10%. So there's still just not enough Republicans in favor of impeachment. Well, you got to remember, that's open That's that's open breaking ranks. You don't know what's going on behind the scenes. Um, right. Uh, uh, I want to take a break real quick from the anger, and uh, I want to go into at least one Dear Abby today. I think we have time for a... Uh, I'm sorry, a dear, I mean a Dear Wesley. Dear Wesley, how are you today? I'm lovely. Sincerely, the internet. So this is a Dear Wesley, and it says, Dear Wesley, roommate's presence complicates friends with benefits set up. Ooh. So, dear Wesley, I've been spending time with a certain gentleman for more than five years. I am in love with him. Uh, again, I'm going to stop you right there. It's not a friends with benefit thing if you're in love with somebody. That's accurate. Um, maybe this person just sees them as a friend, but at that point, it's just a complicated relationship. But well, we anyway. dated We dated at first, then became friends with benefits. Oh, so he didn't want to date you. He just wanted to bang you. That's I'm already picking that up in this. Yeah, yeah. He had another woman move in with him a few years ago, but we are still friends with benefits, and he has become my best friend. He listens when I need someone to talk to and knows how to give a good pep talk when I need one. We talk several hours a day and text throughout the day. I know in my heart we are meant to be together. He tells me he loves me, but he says he can't ask the other woman to move out because she doesn't have anywhere to go until she makes the person living in her house move out. How do I talk to him about this? Um, lady, <laughs> oh, this is tough, but you already know the answer. Yeah. You don't. Um... You're a, you're a, you're second string. You're, um, she needs to, uh, like go ahead and convince, like she needs to be honest to herself and just tell herself that this is not going to work out it's and not... it's going to hurt to admit that to herself. But the sooner you rip that bandaid off the better. And then you can just like, 
spend all your time avoiding the fuck out of them until you can uh, get over it. This is why friends with benefits doesn't work unless there's something about each other you really mutually don't like, but you still like the sex. Yeah, like um, you have to be basically frenemies for that to work. And not even frenemies, you have to be like, man, as a person, you suck. Right, but frenemies. The, like but in a, the, you're, you're, you're such a shitty person. I'd never hang out with you if not for that yeah, dick. It's, it's one of those, like, I don't like to talk to you, uh, so uh, let's put our genitals in each other's mouths and just forgo the conversation. But she seems like she really likes having conversation from him, so it seems like maybe he gets oh the... Oh, my God. I just realized the, the perfect um, friends with benefits would be like uh, Blizzard Entertainment with the Chinese government. They, uh, they don't, the Chinese government doesn't really want to hear what Blizzard has to say, so they just stick their dick in their mouth. Pretty much. It's like, it's like, it's like being under Xi Jinping. Uh, yeah. I was going to say, uh, I feel like this is actually secretly written by Lindsey Graham to Trump. <laughs> <laughs> Dear Abby, I've got a president with benefits. Oh, but how do I get him to get rid of Melanie? <laughs> uh, but yeah, my, my thing is like, smarten up. Cut him loose or accept the situation for what it is. <laughs> the oh, I can't, I can't move her out of the house until uh, yeah. Well, come on, guy, lady. What's Wesley? What, Wesley, I feel like Wesley's advice would be like, oh, oh what you gotta do is I'll wait till he takes his pants off and I'll put a little bit, put a little bit of Mrs. Dash, <laughs> put some Mrs. Dash on his penis. <laughs> a little Mrs. Dash fixes anything. It'll make his penis taste really good. Oh, oh, oh. Ah, uh, let me think. For some reason, I was just going to, like, a really um, dark mindset for Wesley. It's like, what you gotta do is just kill his other missus, and then he's all yours. <laughs> that dark Wesley. <laughs> he gives he gives kindly murder advice to everybody, like, what you gotta do is, uh, you know, people, people really love their kids. So you, you, you take a couple of photos of his kids coming out of school, right? That's not illegal. And then you mail them to him without any explanation. So he knows you know where his kids go to school. And then you'll do anything you want. Oh, you just, you just got to corner his missus in the dark alley and explain to her how things are. And that she needs to get out of his life or something bad's going to happen. <laughs> and then because you went through his phone, you know what her phone number is. So you buy 10 burner phones. And every day you text her a number 10, 9, 8, just once a day at the same time, 7, 6, <laughs> 5. And she'll be freaking out because by, fi by this many days into it, she won't know what's going to happen whenever you get to the last number. 4, 3, oh, <laughs> And at this point, she's she's called the police, but they're burner phones, so no one can track you down. One, and then on the last day, you finally text her with his phone number tonight. And then she'll leave town, and then he's all yours. What you really should do is you should go out and find this guy named Carlos, right? He's got... Carlos has got the most pure heroin in all the city. So what you do is you show up, you kill Carlos, you take the heroin. And then what you do is it's called stepped on, right? You mix it with baby powder and other stuff. And then you can sell it for three times as much money. And then you got all that drug money. Oh. <laughs> but how does this help me with my relationship, Wesley? Relation what now? <laughs> we're going to start a new segment called Dark Wesley. <laughs> are there, are there, are there... I thought you take the pure cut cocaine and you mix it with Little Mrs. Dash. <laughs> that's called that's called stepping on cocaine. 
<laughs> oh, breaking Wesley. <laughs> <laughs> no one has to know because the damn cocaine is so good. And if anybody comes in your territory, well, you get the barter phones again. You send them a message. <laughs> it all connects. <laughs> I've got a cramp in my foot. I'm laughing so loud. <laughs> I don't, I don't know what you're accusing me of here, but you best be stepping off, bitch, because my dad has a shotgun, and it's aimed right at you right now. Maybe we should apply for all those presidential positions as Wesley. We should just send his info in. <laughs> I mean, I have Wesley's number. I mean, I do uh, love the idea of Wesley at a press conference and just being like, wait, oh, what? Cha-cha, Oh, God, we'd actually show up, like, dressed as Wesley and everything? Oh, what if we both get, like, different jobs as Wesley and there'd be two Wesleys there? Think, well, no, the Trump administration is pure chaos anyway. They'd never notice the same employee showing up twice. It feels a lot like back in the day. I don't know if you know this about presidents, but we were real slow with, like, presidential <clears throat> security up to a certain point. Yeah. And, um, it's kind of surprising that Lincoln didn't get shot earlier because you could just walk in the White House and go, Mr. President, I want to talk about taxes! Mm -hmm. And at worst, the only person that would be like, you gotta go, would be like his fucking Secretary of State. The second, like, most powerful man in the world. Uh, I mentioned that Pompeo's been implemented in this, right? Speaking of the Secretary of State. Well, you know, there's a good article that, like, talked about how fucked we are, and they said that, like, Mike Pence's only job, and I even would add to that, Mike Pence's only wish in life, <coughs> uh, but his only job was to stay clean, so when Trump gets impeached, he can kind of do the Ford thing, be a sitting yeah. duck president, kind of quietly like bring back the dignity of the office and like pardon Trump and it all kind of goes away, right? But right. fucking Pence, just like he can't seem to not be gay, uh, can't seem to stay out of this to the point where he'll, you know, face an untroubled presidency next. Yeah, so um, Pence has also been implemented and guess who else was implemented? This is one of my favorite things that happened this week. Uh, who? Trump said that uh, the entire phone call to Ukraine, which, mind you, he said was a perfect phone call, no quid pro quo. He said the entire phone call was Rick Perry's fault. Rick Perry made him do it. And I could, I forgot that Rick Perry was still in the government. Uh, oh, I remember. It's like Rick Perry, uh, what's the school lady's name? Um, oh, the boss. The boss is still there. Betsy DeVos might be going to fucking jail on completely unrelated charges. Good fucker. And uh, Ben Carson. Those are like the only three original people that are still around. And I mean, besides Mike Pence and Trump. I knew that Ben Carson uh, was in trouble because like he pops his head up every now and then uh, to say some really shitty stuff about poor people and fuck up uh, housing. Yeah. Like that is, that's his job right now is to fuck up the housing market and then buy himself a million dollar desk with your tax money. Uh, and then blame it on his wife. And then everyone's and like, eh. Yeah, well, if it's the wife, that's not illegal. So, um, so the thing with DeVos uh, comes from a case involving a now-defunct Corinthian College, a for-profit college that closed in 2015. The U.S. Department of Ed had been ordered to stop collecting on the federal loans of students who went to this bullshit school, uh, right. but the department disclosed it has continued to garnish wages and seize tax returns of hundreds of borrowers. Um, the judge's order... Uh, uh, is part of a former lawsuits by former students who are suing the department with hope of discharging the student loans. So, yeah, she's got so many layers of protection, I doubt she'll go to jail, but it would be lovely to see her in an orange jumpsuit. Isn't it lovely? But you Wouldn't know, be wonderful. this is America, man. Rich people don't go to jail, and when they do, they cut sweet-ass deals. Also, 
Uh, yeah. Speaking of uh, people going to jail, sweet-ass deals and whatnot, this is another news story. I totally forgot. So we covered uh, Amber Geiger on the last uh, episode, did we? The woman who shot Botham Jean in his own apartment and then claimed self-defense. We've talked about her in past episodes. I don't remember if we... I don't think we've had an episode since the sentencing, though. So she went to jail and cried and was like, I regret it every day, and I wish it was me that was dead. And I go, good, uh-huh. plead, plead guilty and take your sentence. But she didn't. Yeah. She tried to fight it and act, oh, I'm so sorry, I was scared, blah, blah, blah. Um, I bet he was scared, too, when you shot him while he was eating ice cream. In his um, own apartment. Yeah. So, uh, If anyone's unfamiliar with the story, just very quickly, this is a, a police lady who came home one night, went into the wrong apartment. Uh, she thought she was in her place, but she was in a different guy's place. And uh, she thought, oh, there's this strange black man in my place. She pulls out her gun and kills him. And, of course, there's, like, some um, conflicting uh, accounts here, like, you know, why was the door unlocked? And then there was, like, yelling that people heard, and it really sounded like this was an affair she was having, and she just decided to shoot the guy she was having an affair with. I I don't know. But all that aside, um, she has finally been sentenced. So if you want to pick it up, Pete. So she was sentenced, and it was a bittersweet thing, because I'm real weird with criminal justice. You know, on one hand, the human in me is like, kill her! Um, <laughs> but the other part of me is like, we do need reason and, um, you know, uh, regular justice. I do think that for, I think that the sentencing, uh, for police officers who commit acts of violence and murder should be higher, uh, because you are holding a special position of power. You've had training. You know what I mean? It's like all those movies where they're like, I sentence you to life because your hands are registered as lethal weapons, sir. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but yeah, you're a cop. You you do something like this. The you're you're gonna spend more time in jail because you're a cop, right? I. She gets ten years. <laughs> She'll probably be out in five or less. You know how yeah, those things I, go. I, I always feel like uh, people are saying, "Oh, it's a hard job, so you should go lighter on her." I'm always the opposite. I say, the more public trust you are given, the the harder you should fall if you fuck up. Like, yeah, you know, and I, I, I feel that, like her sentence should be magnified. Meanwhile, all these people that are in jail for life for having an ounce of pot should all be set free because that shouldn't be a fucking crime. And you know, I think the Greeks had it right. I believe it was the Greeks, it might have been the Romans, but if you uh, if you were caught, I believe it was bribing a politician or being a corrupt politician, they put you in a dress and throw you off a cliff. <laughs> I don't understand the dress part, but that's still. I, don't either, I like but the it throwing them off the. Throwing him off the cliff seems about right. It adds a nice piece of ceremony to it, I think, you know? I gotcha. Hell, I don't care. Make it a unicorn onesie. Whatever. Make yeah. it a fucking spectacle. So she gets 10 years. All right, cool. So one of the witnesses in the trial, uh, you know, Will oh be... no, he was found violently murdered. Yeah, so um, for, uh, first of all, her 10 years is probably just going to be five, let's face it, because with um, good behavior, she'll be out in no time. But the guy, this one guy, he's one of many witnesses, but he's the only one that was brave enough to step forward, and everyone else told him that he's crazy for sticking his neck out like this. Right. And then he was found murdered under mysterious circumstances oh, without any witnesses. The Dallas PD solved the case. And this is oh, where I they? get this is where I get conspiracy theory-like. Um so he's found shot to death, right? They caught yeah. the guys. Apparently, these dudes drove four hours to make a drug deal with him. Um, what, however, it went down. Uh, they said uh, I'm trying to find the article, but basically, from memory, I can tell you they said they showed up. Um, fucking, uh, there was an altercation over the drugs. They shot him, and then they left. Blah blah blah. 
Uh, and then in the apartment, uh, you know, after the police did the investigation, like, we got the guys. It wasn't police involved at all. In the apartment, they found a fuck ton of drugs, right? Yeah. Okay, cool. Open and shut. Maybe this guy was a drug dealer. Or, here's what I think. Uh, you drive four hours to buy some pot from a guy, and then you kill him. Number one, who the fuck is driving four hours to buy pot? Number two, if you kill a guy, you're not going to leave a metric fuck ton of drugs like in his apartment. That seems weird, doesn't it? The whole it thing does. seems like a really, really like shady police setup. I could be wrong, yeah. but it seems incredibly convenient that a guy that testified against a cop was found shot the fuck to death. Oh, he's a major drug dealer. Really? Yeah, so, I mean, I think that they are going to try and use the fact that her lead um, witness against her was a drug dealer so they can get her off in five years instead of ten. Like, that's one. So this is a setup not only for revenge, but also to help out their own. But, yeah, it's absolutely the police killed the fuck out of this guy. If they didn't, if they didn't kill him and then just frame some other people that they also didn't like, I would be genuinely surprised. Right. How? Because it's too convenient. You know what I mean? Like, oh, he yeah. was a big drug dealer. Nah, 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 nah. Like... Yeah, uh, sure he was. Um, I I I, uh, yeah, I think that who stands who stands to benefit and uh, what what's the most likely scenario? If I'm wrong, and I will never will never know. Um, but if I am wrong, I will eat my microphone, my mic stand, and my podcast pop filter. I make that promise to you, uh, listeners. And if I am wrong, I'll watch Peter eat all of those things. And <laughs> well, you just, uh, what you gotta do is put some Mrs. Dash on it, and then you'll see. Yeah, that's what I was going to recommend. Yeah. So, uh, so just a tiny bit of Mrs. Dash makes the microphone go down. And I guess the if we go back to it, so fucking cops aren't held accountable. No one's held, no one's held accountable in this country except for poor people. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, if you commit the crime of being poor, then uh, you better watch out. But speaking of uh, justice, this is something from like two and a half weeks ago now that I just, I forgot to mention it the last podcast, so I might as well throw it in here. Throw it in um, with some Mrs. Dash, and we'll see what happens. <laughs> I bet it'll be delicious. In uh, Boris Johnson is a moron news. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, so he might actually be uh, fired from his current uh, position just because he uh, is a, what is it, a, uh, a vote of no confidence? Just because he ordered a parliament to be suspended, and the UK Supreme Court declared that an unlawful act and ordered it to resume. So uh, not only did he break the law, he also lied to the Queen, tried to stifle democracy, lied to Parliament, lost his majority, lost every par and also he has lost every parliamentary vote he has ever faced. So yeah, a vote of no confidence does seem likely in his that's, future. That's the, the, the European um, Donald Trump is uh, actually going to be kicked out, unlike the American one. That's the great thing about um, you know a lot of the way democracies work in these other countries is. Uh, they don't have to wait four fucking years for an election. Like, uh, your party falls apart or can't govern. <laughs> no, new election! Yeah. So, uh, good. Get that fucker out of office. Like, because I need somewhere to go, and I'm not good at picking up a second language. So, I need somewhere to go when I leave America, uh, because the Chinese are leaning on me about my podcast, and I don't know. I'm, I'm not against England. But after you move to England, they'll call you up and say, Hello, Peter. I see that you left the rest of your family back in America. It would be a shame if something happened to them. Why don't you show up to our uh, Guantanamo re-education camp? And well, we, we'll talked, uh, we talked a lot about it. One of the weird things they do is like they'll put a a Chinese government official like in your house at the whole time, and they just monitor like everything you do. And I assume they shout at you to do it more communist. Uh, that's so weird. So someone just lives in your house now and watches you? 
Yeah. How could you imagine is that? having? Could you imagine having that job? How boring it would be. Um, I don't think they think about it boringly. I think that it's for them. It's a piece of power. It's like you get to. But for me, I would. Hate I'd it be bored it... stiff if I was just like standing around someone's house. I'm not allowed to be their friend. I just have to like watch them and yell at them occasionally. I'd be so uncomfortable with that. I'd be like, hey, look, guy, I'm bored as shit. So if you want to like get out the Scrabble board, maybe I can ignore uh, all no, those uh, that's propaganda some... posters. That's every no. Everything you do would be subversive. They would tell you which you can't play that word because the government doesn't like it. I mean, I absolutely would cheat the fuck to uh, to win the Scrabble game, but uh, I uh, I I think that it sounds too much like teaching for me to ever want to do as a job or have done to me. Hmm, they don't tell you how much of teaching is just sitting next to a kid going, "Do your work, do your work." Yeah, yeah. Basically, that's what it'd be. He'd be assigned to be the teacher of this household. <laughs> uh, but yeah, You'd be fucking... a communist now. I uh, that's so hard to say and not do the accent. Right, and it feels like we'd be in the right, but we're not making fun of Chinese people. We're making fun of the Chinese government, which is why I like our GLaDOS impression much better. Exactly. Oh, uh, racism. I'm trying to think of some better GLaDOS quotes, but uh, now I can think about is, uh, of course, the cake is a lie, the whole um, this democracy. is a triumph song. <laughs> democracy is a lie. Please, please, uh, please assume the uh, party escort submission position while we escort you to your party. <laughs> the Communist Party. Because there ain't no party like a Communist Party because the Communist, communist party, don't party don't stop. Here's the problem with that. Like, the guys that invented communism would be like, this is not what we had in mind at all. I don't, nope. I don't like any of this. This is, ugh. So I know that we skimmed over all the uh, Trump impeachment stuff. There's like I don't think so we much skimmed. More to it I think that. we yelled about it. Basically, he should be impeached. The problem is, impeachment takes time and government moves slowly. And he's just like fucking the fucking everything up, man. Um, God, I want this guy to be gone. I want our government to be fixed. I'm tired of I'm tired of having to think about the government so much. Yeah, like God, what. I was thinking the other day what this podcast would be about if it wasn't about Trump, and then I realized it would just be like five Dear Wesleys, and then we'd call it a day. Yeah, we just and talk about Wesley so the much whole time. Fun. Yeah. Oh. Um, I, uh, uh, I, you know, there was, a, I think I've talked about this joke before, but there's a comedian that brought up a good point. He's like, you know how fucked up this is? I'm not supposed to know who the fucking Secretary of Education is? Jesus Christ. That's, uh, I know. Actually, do you think in those days we could just like rename our podcast to Breaking Wesley and, uh, that would just be it. We just, just like it was just a story uh, about uh, how Wesley became the king of the criminal underworld, or just all Wesley stories all the time. I don't know what it would be without this, but it is what it is for the time that it is the time. And uh, yeah. there's a really good um, oh, what's his name? There's a really good Thomas Paine, the guy that wrote Common Sense that got the colonists to revolt. Right. Uh, there's a really good uh, Thomas Paine uh, quote that I think really kind of uh uh i'm trying to find it specifically but i think it really kind of uh what's the word i'm looking for here it it encapsulates how i feel um about what we're going through in the way we were and he says that these are the times that try men's souls the summer soldier and the sunshine patriot will in this crisis shrink from the service of their country but he that stands by it now deserves the love and thanks of man and woman uh, tyranny like hell is not easily conquered. So, yeah, I feel like maybe for a lot of our lives we were summer soldiers and sunshine patriots, right? You know? Mm. But Jesus Christ, uh, now we're fucking, we're fighting tyranny and it's upsetting that more of my fellow countrymen are not on my side. 
is extremely upsetting. You see people that you used to think were so smart your entire life just so easily falling for this government propaganda. Like, if they would pay attention to anything Trump actually says or does and they don't watch it through the Fox News filter, they would see that, oh, this guy's a raving fucking lunatic. He's lost his goddamn mind. He tweeted like 180 times last weekend, mostly in all caps. He called himself, or he said that his wisdom was great and unmatched whenever he said he would uh, destroy Turkey's economy if they did something he didn't like. He's just, uh, this guy's insane. And they don't see it. And they don't see it. And I don't know why they don't, because... Ugh, that's like the worst gaslighting of them all because you see all these people not reacting to this stuff and you think, well, maybe I'm fucking insane. Maybe he's not tweeting. Maybe Obama's still president. Maybe I don't know what the hell's happening right now. Maybe we're in a coma and we're slowly sleeping out the third term of Obama. Yeah, like uh, maybe we're all just a brain in a jar somewhere and this is all the Matrix, Neo. Uh, if that was true, you know that Trump's jar would be empty. <laughs> Maybe we're all just the dream of a butterfly that's going to wake up and we'll all cease to be soon. Maybe. But but, uh, but until yeah. then, let's, uh, let's hit them with the socials, Pete. I don't remember what they are. You tell me that every time and I go, ah, fucking, I don't, but whatever. What are our socials? What can they go to? All right. So you can, uh, you can tweet us at those muckrakers on Twitter. You can also find us at thosemuckrakers at gmail.com if you'd like to send us your own story, which we can turn into a Dear Wesley. Listen, Are you having relationship send us, problems? Send Go us ahead. literally anything. We will respond to it. Uh, we love hearing from listeners. It's the most fun thing ever. Because a lot of times it does feel like we're a brain podcasting in a jar out into space and that one day, thousands of years after we're dead, this podcast will reach other alien civilizations. And at that point, they will have so many Dear Wesleys for us, and it'll be way too late. Oh, do you think the aliens will come to Earth, like, resurrect us, and then make our resurrects, our resurrected bodies do Dear Wesleys for them? That I hope so, man. That would be amazing. Just wake up 10,000 years from now. It's like, oh, what's going on? You want me to do what? I haven't done the Wesley impression in a million years. But, uh, but that yeah, would be so... fun. And besides that, if uh, you would like to support our podcast and give us money, find uh, the Dusk Belt series on Amazon.com. The first book, Give Us or Give Me Back My Life. Give Me Back My Life is the first Dusk Belt book. You can find it on Amazon. It's a fun read. It's um, it doesn't cost that much. It's like five bucks, and then like some of that comes back to us, and then we can use that to uh, finance better equipment, better mics, better um, recording programs. But really, we're just going to use it to fuck with Wesley. So, we'll, we will use it to buy a beekeeper's like assistance, and they'll just bring a bunch of bees to his place and release them, and he'll be like, "Oh God damn it, the bees are back! I'm going to get the Mrs. Dash." <laughs> it really helps the stings feel better. I, you know, I genuinely like Mrs. Dash. I never used it until Wesley brought it up. So uh, I, I'm talking about it like I don't like it, but I really do. I, uh, I use it on uh, veggies these days. It's, it's a good s- a substitute for salt. But in the meantime, it's weird that Wesley puts it on a pizza box and then eats the box. So we're going to keep talking about it. Also, some of that money will go towards the Wesley Recovery Fund to help Wesley recover from all the pizza boxes that he's eaten. Right, right. Like, we can't just throw bees at him. We also have to, like, buy him ointment for the bee stings so he can recover for the next bee stings. Yep. So I guess until then, man, uh, just remember, uh, keep your eye on the ball and, uh, you know, uh, do what you can or flee the country. (laughs) Thank <laughs> you.